Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, guys. How are you? I hope that this conversation finds you having such a good day. And if it doesn't, put on some Christmas music. That is my answer. I have been listening to holiday music since the beginning of November, and it plays all day every day in my house and I'm not sick of it yet. I'm not. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. I just have it on in the in the background constantly. Alexa, play holiday favorites level 2. That's me every day. Just a nice little something in the background that reminds me that Christmas is coming but also that it's Christmas time and I just feel joy and I went to my favorite yoga class yesterday and I walked in and it's, if you ever go to yoga, you know, you go a few minutes early and you just kind of chill on your mat before it's time to start. And I walked into the yoga studio and it smelled like Palo Santo and it was a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's the soundtrack that was playing. And I could not have been happier. So thank you to... <laughs> My yoga studio for just making my life feel so good. I'm all for the little hacks. I'm all for what is going to make you feel great. And this time of year, yeah, there's a whole list of stuff that you could really stress out over. Or there's really simple little things you could focus on that might make you feel better. I love a Christmas sock. I love a Christmas mug. I have already mentioned I'm a big fan of the music. Speaking of, this is neither here nor there, but I was driving today and the radio told me that, I don't know what happened this weekend, maybe in Canada, uh, Mariah Carey was doing a concert and she had her daughter come on stage to sing. Uh, her daughter, I guess, is 11. And in case you're like, wow, Rachel, I didn't know you're a big Mariah Carey fan. I'm not. I only paid attention because it was like Mariah Carey daughter and I had to I had to wonder. You know, Mariah Carey's mother was a an opera singer and then 
Mariah has, I don't know how much vocal range she has, but it's a lot. So I was like really curious, what's her daughter going to be like? Is she going to be amazing? Or gosh, wouldn't it be horrible if she invites her to stage and she can't sing, but then it's like, oh, precious, you're, you know, whatever. This little 11-year-old girl, I feel like you should look it up. She sang maybe like Silent Night or or Way in a Manger, something like that. She sounds like a freaking angel. It's wild. It's not wild. I mean, I guess both her parents can sing, so why not this child whose name I don't know? That's something else that can make you happy today. That Mariah Carey's daughter does not have to feel like she didn't get the gifts that the women in her family have. So (laughs) that's where I'm at today. I've clearly had some coffee, and it's time for another Ask Rach episode. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Today, I did not listen to these in advance. So the team gathers all the voicemails and then they will tell me the person who left the voicemail and then like the category, what what category it falls into. And so I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna be guided. I've got a lot to choose from. I'm gonna choose random ones and you and I are gonna listen to them at the same time. And I promise, I pinky promise that I will not pause and like try and come up with a clever answer. I want this to be as real life as possible because my dream for the Ask Rach episodes is that we start doing these live, that you and I, it'll be like a radio call-in show and then I can have more context because that's always what I struggle with a little bit with these is I get a question, but then I don't have like 10 follow-up questions and I, I feel like I could better help if I knew more info. Plus, I just think it'd be more interesting. So that's where we're headed. But until then, let's start here. We're going to go, because this sounds this one sounds real interesting to me. This says it's from Aaron, and it's regarding energy. And you know I'm a hippie, and I love witchy energy, whatever. So let's listen to what Aaron is wondering. Hey, Rachel. This is Christy. And <laughs> Okay, so right off the bat, definitely not named Aaron. And uh, may or may not be about energy, guys. Let's see. Where, let's see where Christy's going to take us. And I love your podcast. You always have the best uh, topics and guests, and so relatable. Anyway, I do keep a journal. I also keep um, a gratitude journal, and I write in a journal. My question is: I know you just talked about a new journal, and I can't think what it's called right now, but. Do you keep all your information in one or do you have several different journals? For instance, your gratitude journal, the one you write in. I know you keep a notebook or a moleskin notebook with you at all times. So do you write everything in one and then 
move on to a new one when it's full? Or do you have several different journals? That's my question. So I would appreciate it if you would address this topic. Hope you're doing well. And um, thanks for being such a great motivating force in my life. Thanks. Bye. Great. I thought this was going to be Aaron asking about energy, but it's Christy asking about journals. And y'all, I'm here to answer whatever question. So let's dig in. The first thing I would say, Christy, is if you haven't listened to it, if any of you haven't listened to it, please go check out the episodes I just did on productivity, productivity part one and part two. I break it down into like high level, like looking at a project or a goal or a dream that you have from a really high level and then getting down to a granular level where you figure out, okay, what am I going to do that is going to be most effective to move this project, this dream, this goal forward. And in that, I talk about my journal and I talk about a new journaling practice that I've started that I found really helpful. So Christy and anyone else, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. But to answer Christy's question specifically, I use one journal and I keep everything in it. And for a very long time, I have used my Start Today journal. As you guys probably know, you've heard me talk about it over the last, gosh, I guess it's probably five years that we've had that product. Oh, wait, no, that would have been 2018. Four years that we've had that product out in the world. But I made the decision this year to not print any more copies of the Start Today journal. Hopefully you guys saw that email. I sent out several emails about it and we did one final big sale on Black Friday and people bought whole supplies of what it was. And then that was the end of the Start Today journal and Start Today planners. It felt really important to me to be able to close that chapter because there's so many exciting projects coming up and I want to practice what I preach. And what I preach is that you can only effectively focus on a small group of things and be able to deliver them really well. And having all sorts of different businesses was possible when I had this big staff of people back in, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020. But now we're this small but mighty team and we have to be really conscious of how we use our time. And so I made the decision to close the chapter literally and figuratively on Start Today. In doing that, I made a conscious decision to finish my last Start Today journal for myself and then not start a new one. Because I just feel, at least right now, I feel sort of wistful and like it makes me a little sad. It's bittersweet. I'm really proud of that product. And there's this part of me that tries to tell myself like, oh, I could, I could make this work. I could find extra hours in the day. And it's just, I, I want to take a little break from it. So all of that to say, Christy, I do everything now in my moleskin. I do my gratitude practice, which I love. Honestly, as long as I've had a start today journal, I have been saying you do not have to buy this product. You can do this practice in any journal you have. You write down five, if you want to do more, 10 things that you're grateful for. And then you write down 10 dreams that you want to make come true. And then the first thing that you're going to work on from that list of 10. If you haven't ever heard me break it down, go back in time to episode 72 of this podcast. And I tell you that whole practice without you needing to buy anything, you can use any journal you have. 
but I personally use a moleskin. I like the ones that are blank pages and I want, oh, it's right here, actually. I will tell you guys specifically which one because I know, Christy, if you're like me, you're like, give me all the details. So this is, it's moleskin. Oh, I forgot. I, I love moleskin because it has a little pouch in the back and I have Polaroids of my kids in there. But I wanted to tell you guys which one this is specifically and I'm not finding it. But basically there's two kinds of moleskin journals that have blank pages. And I use the one that's 240 sheets. The reason I tell you that is because the 240, it's so light, they're really thin pages. But the other one that's blank pages is, I think it's for people who draw. So it's really thick paper. And I don't like that one. I accidentally got it one year and I went through like four journals in a year. I like the 240 because it it can last me most of the year. I, I'll use about two in a year. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Not an ad for this brand, but the other reason I like Moleskin is a nerdy 
I, oh, this is real nerdy. I choose a color. I love that Moleskine has different colors and I choose a color of the chakra that I am most working on in my current season. Last year, I had a green moleskin because I wanted to, <laughs> oh, I'm such a dork, uh, because I really wanted to be mindful of my heart chakra and keeping my heart open and being thoughtful and like really doing some healing work. I was working on it in therapy. And whenever I have something like that that I'm focused on, I try to incorporate it into as many areas of my life as possible. And having my journal be that color is really a great reminder. It's like, I don't know if you've ever heard that thing about how you can make the password that you use to log into things like your dream or your goal. So you remember. So I think for a long time, my password for stuff was like number one NYTBS, like New York Times bestseller. It's not that anymore. So I'm not giving you guys key information. But it's just stuff like that. It's little hacks and tricks to keep reminding yourself to keep your focus strong about what you're working on. And right now, my journal is red. So is my phone case because red is the color of your root chakra. It's about grounding and foundation and all of that. So I chose red as my journal, which is just another reason I like moleskin because they have so many different colors. So those are my dorky journal choices. And yeah, I keep it all in there. Christy, if you were flipping through my journal right now, you would see brainstorms, you would see chapter ideas for my next book, you'd see sketches, you'd see here, I just turned to a page where it was a podcast episode I wrote out on productivity. And honestly, at the top of my journal, it says really fucking productive. <laughs> which is what my notes look like. We didn't actually call the episode that. I've got journal entries of just like personal stuff. Here's how I'm feeling. I really love this because it means that just everything is in one place for me. The only concern, I guess, is I do worry sometimes. Like if anyone ever stole my journal, they'd have my book ideas. They'd have the argument I got in with my boyfriend. Like they'd have everything all in one place, but it's never happened. And I guess if someone did take my journal, they'd have, you know, like some juicy reading. So yeah, Christy, that is how I do it. I keep it all in one place. It works really well for me. It's also worth telling you this journal practice is, it's got to be at least a decade, if not 15 years in the works. So I basically try stuff and then keep augmenting to get where I want to be. And it's silly things. Like <laughs> I used to use a spiral bound lined notebook like when I first started doing this and then I got really frustrated because every time I would change my journal I would never have the same line space oh this is so probably OCD but you know when you go to Target and they have all those cute like notebooks and journals well I loved picking out a new cover but then every time I had to reorient myself to like a new space like the lines were bigger the lines were small and I, I had to like reorient I didn't like that so now every single time it's the same size, it's the same shape, it's the same weight. I'm just really used to it. And that is more than anyone but Christy wanted to know about notebooks. Now let's see if we can actually find Erin. Hi, Rachel. My name is Erin. We did it, guys. <laughs> Yay for us. So I listened not too long ago 
to one of your podcasts about protecting your energy. My question for you is, ever since I listened to that podcast, which I absolutely love, I swear my energy has been tested. Is it because I'm paying more attention to it? Generally, I very happy, friendly, easygoing. Not a whole lot gets to me except for injustice. That totally will turn me into a little bit like a monster. But I have been getting irritable with today the Chick-fil-A worker, of all things, because my order was wrong. And I'm like, is this the, the God, the universe, whatever, telling me, like, this is what I mean by energy, and this is what you have to protect or be empathetic to? I don't know. When you start really putting time and focus into your energy, is it normal to start to feel a little bit tested? For your energy to feel tested is what I should say. And maybe it's because I'm focusing on it more. I just want to be more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I just want to be more deliberate about how I am with other human beings and how I make them feel. And Rachel, because of you, all of this stuff is on my forefront. I think I just naturally am a friendly, nice person, but I want to be better. And again, maybe it's just so that I can see it in myself and know how to diffuse it before it gets too bad or whatever. I don't know. But I swear, it's ever since I listened to that podcast, really started paying attention to it, pray to God to help me protect it, that I feel like it's being tested. So help me out. And to you and your team, God bless you all. Honestly, you have no clue. I'm alone a lot throughout my travels, and you don't even know that you are my morning best friend. So God bless all of you. Erin, so many answers, ideas. Like, this is why I want to do this with you guys on the phone, because I feel like we could have talked for like 45 minutes about this. But all sorts of thoughts in no particular order. The first thing I'm going to say is yes, 100%. When we become more conscious, we become more aware. We see things that we didn't see before. And that is a huge gift. It means we're tapping into our intuition. It means we're listening to universe, to God, to source, hopefully feel the presence of Whatever you identify as things that protect you, I believe in guardian angels. I like feel the presence of those things more strongly when I'm taking time to meditate, when I'm tapping into spirituality and faith. So yes, when you become more conscious, you will become more aware. And that is more aware of good stuff and more aware of negative energy on a completely different not woo-woo at all, but totally scientific angle for this. 
I would also tell you, like if you're trying to explain this later to someone and they're like, you're like, Rachel said, I would feel my guardian angels. And they're like, she's crazy. Okay. For that person, I will give you some scientific rationale here. You have something in your brain called your reticular activating system, your RAS. And this is the part of your brain that sifts through what is important and what is not important. Because if you had to take in every single thing that your brain is aware of in the course of a day, you'd go crazy. Literally, you'd go insane within... I don't know, five minutes because your brain is constantly bombarded by millions of pieces of stimuli and it has to decide, it has to sift through what's important to you and what's not. It's the same reason, you may have heard me tell this story before, that if you bought a brand new car, you got yourself a Toyota Sienna minivan and you never noticed Toyota Siennas before and now it seems like everywhere you go you see the Toyota Sienna, it's because your brain has now identified that thing as important to you. It's why, you guys, it's so freaking powerful to be mindful of what your goal is, what your focus is, where you want to go. It's why I talk about this so much. It's not just because of what we're attracting into our lives. It's because your RAS, your reticular activating system, identifies like, oh, wow, Aaron really is interested in becoming a Pilates instructor. I'm making this up, obviously. But you tell your brain, you're like, man, Pilates. And your brain starts paying attention to everything that's Pilates related, right? It start, You see signs for Pilates everywhere. You see like cute Pilates outfits. You see people on social media doing Pilates. It's because your brain is like, oh, this matters to Aaron. And that's really freaking powerful because then you're in a Starbucks and you hear someone talking about the fact that they're opening up a Pilates school in your neighborhood and you're like, holy crap, it's everywhere. You start a conversation with them and you end up enrolling in classes like your brain helps you to sift through what matters most. If you have decided to be conscious of other people's energy, you're going to feel it everywhere. And it's amazing. And it also can kind of stink because you will absolutely come into contact with negative energy, which at least for me is much harder to protect myself from than who doesn't want to absorb someone's light and sunshine and goodness, right? Good energies out in the world. We're like, oh, I love it. This is so great. But you have to actually really work to learn to protect yourself from negative energy. And now you're more conscious of it, which means you're noticing it more. So the answer is yes. And also it's part of the practice. It's what you're trying to do. It's how you're trying to learn. So if you go back to that original episode where I gave you some pieces of advice on prayer, meditation, imagining a white light protecting you, calling on guardian angels, all of that stuff really works. But like any other spiritual practice, it's a practice. You're going to get better at it as you go, but you're going to have to lean in. So that's the first thing I thought. It's spring, guys, or it's very close to spring, which means it's very close to the time of the year where I start planting my garden for summer. And this year, I was really excited to add a lemon tree. 
not from a seed, but like an actual tree. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners of my show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code RACH at checkout. Guys, get a lemon tree like me. We can be twins. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code RACH at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code RACH. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. The second thing I thought, I know you weren't asking for advice on this, but when you mentioned the idea of injustice, and that's something that really makes you, the way you described it almost made me feel like that maybe turns you into someone that's potentially showing up differently than you want to show up in the world. There is a fascinating piece of No Bad Parts by Richard Swartz. In the audio version, he shares an interaction with one of his clients that reminded me so much of what you have just described of being so fired up by injustice that you become a version of yourself that you don't like. Injustice is horrendous and every single human being should be energized by the desire to fight for injustice in the world. But sometimes there are parts of us, and if you know IFS work, this will make sense to you, that the client in the book calls it like the destroyer is basically who he becomes. He becomes so enraged by injustice in the world that he starts like being mean to his wife and being mean to his kids. And he's not trying to do that, but he's so upset seeing how people are treated that he becomes angry and then the anger spills over to his family. I'm not explaining myself well, but it is fascinating. And the work that Dr. Schwartz does with him in that IFS session is so freaking powerful. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I feel like you should grab that audiobook because I don't know if that's a piece of concern for you, but that is a balance that I think lots of us are losing in this world. We want to fight for justice. We want to fight for what's right. or We want to stand up for ourselves or for others. But when that power and that energy is coming from a part of us that potentially still needs some healing, then what rises to the surface is oftentimes so angry that the work we're trying to do, the justice work we're trying to do, can't even find the light of day. And all people can 
see of us or perceive of us is the anger. For me, I thought that was so freaking powerful. And you mentioned it, so I just wanted to share that with you. So first, yes, you're becoming more conscious and that has side effects. Second, if you feel like that's a piece of yourself that you really want to dive into, I hope you'll check out that book. And then the third thing you said, I got really frustrated with the worker at Chick-fil-A. And I'm assuming the reason you're bringing that up is because something fell off about that to you. Because based on the voicemail that you left, you don't strike me as the kind of person who wants to get frustrated. You know, you don't want to have that interaction. You really care about how you show up in the world. And so it sounds to me like if you're asking for advice on this, something about it is striking you as concerning. And actually where I'd go here is not to an energetic test. I wouldn't say like, oh, you're being tested by the universe because someone frustrating you out in the world, that's not necessarily bad energy. That could just be a bad experience. That could just be a fluke. That could just be something that's happening. Where I actually would love for you to take a deep dive in yourself and in your heart is how's everything going with you hormonally? I mean, y'all have heard me talk about this a lot in the last year, and that's because I am a living example. I've lived through this and continue to live through this of believing that I was showing up in the world or responding in certain ways because that's, quote unquote, how I was wired and understanding later, oh, no, 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 that was a product of a hormonal imbalance. When you find, not just you, Erin, but anybody who's listening who has a menstrual cycle, if you find yourself getting frustrated in situations that you don't normally get frustrated or anxious in situations you don't really feel normally anxious or pissed off or scared or any strong emotion that's negatively affecting your life that feels not normal to you, it's really worth seeing what's going on. And I'm speaking as someone on the other side of a lot of help from therapists, from hormone doctors, from natural paths, from nutritionists. Like your girl has dug deep into every part of this and I just keep getting better and I keep feeling better. And it's not because all of a sudden a wand waved and suddenly it's fixed. It's because I feel like I solve one piece of the puzzle. I put like one piece of the puzzle in, right? Maybe y'all heard me talk about I was having depression. Depression was showing up really heavy on my heart. And I felt like this is not normal. This is not right. This is not me. I have not felt this way. Something's wrong. And then discovered that I had really severe anemia from how heavy my periods have been. And if someone else told me like, oh, I have anemia from heavy periods, I'd be like, okay, so? Because I didn't understand how much that affects your life. Anemia doesn't just affect your life. It affects your moods. And it affects your moods, I've since learned, because if you're anemic, you don't have the right amount of oxygen in your blood. 
And if you don't have the right amount of oxygen in your blood, you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain. And if you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain, it makes you feel slow and sluggish. It makes you feel depressed. It makes you feel tired. It makes it hard to focus. You have brain fog. All of these things are going on. But if you don't understand why, you don't know how to make it better. If you haven't listened to the episode I did with Dr. Brush, who's my hormone doctor, please go back and check that out. That was life-changing to me. But also, since Dr. Brush got me on seeds and oil cycling, since I started taking chase tree berry, since I added iron because I was anemic, even since then, after meeting with a nutritionist, I've gotten some other things that help to increase oxygen in my body and a new one. Oh, I got to I got to tell you guys about it. I was at a nutritionist cuz like once a year and I understand I'm super privileged that I can go meet with a nutritionist. Not everybody can afford this. I totally get it. There's a ton of information on the internet. That's what I did before I could actually sit down with someone. But I met with a nutritionist a couple weeks ago because in the last year, I have added a lot of things to my system, and I just want to make sure everything was good. I wanted to get blood work done. I just wanted to check it all out. And she's a nutritionist, and she's also does energy work. So you know me and my woo-woo and my hippie and my witchy and my whole thing. But like she's looking at blood work. She's also sort of energetically feeling out where you might have some deficiencies. And one of the things that she recommended to me is drops that are called, it's literally called fields of flowers. It's homeopathic drops. And fields of flowers is a homeopathic formula, a unique combination of 38 traditional flower essences with each one associated with a key element of emotional concern. Fields of flowers is a complete and comprehensive support formula. Edward Bach was a British medical doctor, bacteriologist, homeopath, and spiritual writer best known for developing Bach flower remedies. So I'd never heard of this before. Talk to your doctor before you try anything, but it's over the counter. It's homeopathic. And she said, she's like, it literally can't hurt. Put a dropper of fields of flower essence in your water in the morning. So you'll take it in slowly. So it's like 15 drops of this little thing. You take it in slowly throughout the day and it'll just support your overall emotional health. Now, on the very front of this bottle, it literally says, it's a very small writing and I'm looking on Google, it says a broad range of emotional symptoms such as fear, anxiety, and despondency. So she was like, it just is going to make you feel a bit happier. Just try it. So I've been using it for two weeks and I swear I'm feeling so good. And you guys, everything I'm doing in my life is to try and have energy, is to feel good, is to feel happy. Look, life is freaking hard. It's hard out there in the world. It's hard raising kids, all of it. So I'm looking for everything that I can find that is a natural option to make me feel good. It's why I take walks in the sunshine. It's why I like to dance around to my favorite music and cuddle with my dog. All of these things are really good for making us feel good, but 
I know I haven't been on it very long, but you might just try it. I just looked on Amazon. It was like 25 bucks. And it's a you only put a small amount in your water. So I feel like it it's going to last you a while. And it's worth trying. Definitely not an ad. If that was an ad, I, I would have represented it better. When you experience, Aaron or anyone else, when you experience a shift in your mood and how you're showing up in the world and how you're interacting with people in a way that doesn't feel like you or doesn't feel like who you want to be, don't accept it. Unpack it. For me, that looks like therapy. For me, that looks like having blood work done. For me, that looks like seeing how I'm doing nutritionally. For me, that looks like a lot of things. But I don't want to ever accept that a mediocre existence is all that there is. I feel like we have the ability to seek out remedies that make us feel better. And it's our duty to ourselves, to the version of us who hasn't ever given up, to the version of us who has dreams and hopes and ideas. It matters to that version of you that you show up in this world and you seek out the best version of yourself. It's not easy. It feels a bit like trying to solve, you know, a mystery where you're like a private investigator, but what you're investigating is your own energy levels and your own wellness. When you dial it in, it's a game changer. It's a game changer because I think probably everybody listening knows what it feels like to look at your external world and feel like this is so hard. This is so awful. This is never getting better. I was just writing about this yesterday of what it felt like at the beginning of this year to have lost a baby and to have my hormones completely destroyed and to be still bleeding and still trying to process all of that. And that that period of time felt like almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. In my life, I've lived through so many hard things and I've lived through so much trauma and an awful divorce and navigating a company through COVID and watching it go from 60 employees to three employees. Like it was awful and hard and brutal and all those things. The shock and surprise of getting pregnant when I wasn't expecting to, being excited about that, like, oh, wow, like, look at God, this is crazy. Like I wasn't expecting this, but okay. And then going in for a routine ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. Like my body stayed pregnant. It stayed pregnant even though the baby had died. Like I didn't know. There's so many parts of that that were, if you're playing Jenga and it's like this one piece that looked like it, you could pull it out, but you pull that one piece and the whole tower crumbles. That was the beginning of this year. And I thank God every day that I have a reason to get up in the morning. For me, it's my kids. For you, it can be your purpose, your work, the community you show up for. It could be your partner. It could be your parents. 
I think every single one of us has people who are counting on us to be strong. And if I hadn't had kids to get out of bed for at the beginning of this year, I might still be in bed. That was the hardest period of my life. And it took months and months and months. And a huge part of that was grief and loss. But without question, the biggest anchor around my neck was that after two years of getting my hormones straight, I basically had just dropped an atomic bomb on my hormones. And it took six months to get them aligned again. So I know more than most how essential our hormones are for our mental and emotional well-being. And I cannot encourage you guys enough, if you feel like something's not right, if you're feeling too sad, if you're feeling too angry, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling sadness, depression, any of those things, look for help. Seek help. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your friends. Talk to people that you trust. Hey, I'm feeling this way. Talk to someone who will allow you to verbally process what's going on because the solutions are there. And if you've been following my hormone journey, every single piece of advice I have given you is like, they're, they're not pills. They're not prescriptions. Freaking put drops of flowers in your water. Take this berry. Try holy basil. Like everything I'm telling you is natural. You can get it at the grocery store. It's been around for thousands of years. And it's proven again and again and again that it helps people, but not enough of us are talking about this. Most people will go to a doctor. The doctor will prescribe you a medication that can be really helpful, but also can make it worse. How many of us have been put on birth control to, quote, balance things in our body, and all it does is flip us upside down? Arm yourself with information. And I hope the first piece of information is that if you're feeling off, something's probably off. And yes, that can be energetic and it can be your awareness, but it's probably a combination of a lot of different things. And every time you're willing to go into one area and unpack whatever's happening there, you release the weight of all the things that were buried in that suitcase. All the things you unpack, you no longer have to carry. Or if they're still there, at least you don't have to carry them in the same way. So thank you. Aaron, and thank you, Christy, for the questions today. I hope that if you've never called in to the podcast hotline, you will consider doing it. I'm going to keep asking for dudes. I'm just going to keep asking because I know that you're here and you're listening. And y'all, you if you're listening to my show, you got to have a question. There's got to be a reason, something you're wondering. So let's just balance it out a little bit. And if you've never called in to hotline 737-400-4626, you can call in anonymously. You can leave out your name. You can ask me any old thing at all. Love to answer a question that you've got. And if you are listening to this episode in the month of December and you're still here, 
please consider joining our gift card drive for Covenant House. If you haven't heard me talking about this on social or an email or here on the show, we are doing a gift card drive to get holiday gifts for homeless youth through an organization called Covenant House. They've been around since the 70s. They are best in practice in this area. They come alongside youth who are struggling with homelessness and they provide refuge, support, resources, job skills, hope, all in a really honoring and dignified way. And they provide those services regardless of who you are, where you live, how you love, your orientation, any of it. They just love and accept everybody. So we're really proud to partner with them. You can find details in the show notes. But during the month of December, we're just doing a gift card drive, sending it to the organization in New York along with a holiday card and hopefully spreading some love and doing some good in the world. We have this incredible community of people all over this earth. And I think if we join together, we can become a really incredible force for good. So thanks for hanging out. I love you guys. I'll be back soon with more conversation. And until then, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.